Я думаю, что каждый тоже изменился Вы можете измениться. может измениться. You're listening to WowFireRadio.com presents the Jerry Torres program. No bad news, no sad news, no politics, no religion, just happy fun stuff. And now, here's your host, Jerry Torres. Five-time Emmy Award-winning anchor Ron Burgundy and Tits McGee. Now go do that voodoo that you do. Oh, yeah, oh, what the hell happened? Oh, hey! Oh, my God, hear me, hear me. <laughs> Wow, welcome, everybody, to another edition episode of the Jerry Torres Program here on wildfireradio.com. Welcome, everybody, and give it up for my producer, Taylor. Yeah! that all for me? Yeah, it's all for you, okay. man. Oh my God, I have a very special guest, but before I introduce her, this lovely lady, this talented comedy, I got some minor sponsors in here that don't pay me jack, but um, but they're beautiful people, and uh... You small. Oh, thank you. Oh, it's the cool You're guy. very small. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Anyway, but before I begin, if uh, I recently, uh, January, I got myself a brand new used car, 2013 Dodge Challenger. Thanks to the people at Lucas Dodge Chrysler Jeep. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, these people will work with you if you have bad credit, no credit, or a horrible, horrible, horrible reputation. But anyway, these people really helped me out when I needed a new car, and they got me the car that I wanted. So they're, if you're interested in getting a new car or a good used car or family car, go to Lucas Dodge Chrysler Jeep. They're located at 1624 Route 38, Lumberton, New Jersey. Check out their Facebook.com or check their website at www.lucascars.com. Give them a call at 609-267-3400. They, will, they are a five-star quality for great people that will help you work out, get a good used car. And the man that I'm good buddies with is the man, Mr. Harry Cutts Jr., Yes, he hates it when I do that, but the guy is so awesome. Go to Lucas Dodge Chrysler Jeep, again, located at 1624 Route 38, Lumberton, New Jersey. They will help you get the car of your dreams. Also, if you're interested in getting good drinks, vermouth, vodka, mixed drinks of any kind, go to Trainwreck Distillery. Yes, Trainwreck Distillery. Awesome place. Very small, but very quaint. Nice place. They don't serve food, but they have a very nice atmosphere with great drinks. And let me tell you something, man. I love going in there. And they do comedy every Thursday at 8 o'clock. Sign-ups are at 7. So showtime is at 8. So Trainwreck Distillery is located at the old train station, 25 Madison Avenue, Mount Holly, New Jersey. Free tours and tasting. Also, they also have classes to teach you how to make mixed drinks. Give them a call at 609 609- 288-6300. And check out their website at www.trainwreckdistillery.com. No, I wanted this one. There you go. There you go. Oops, sorry. Hit the wrong button. Anyway, so Trainwreck Distillery. And two more before we begin the show. Where's my salsa music in the back there, young man? Taylor, what's happening, buddy? Are you okay? Here, I'll make this good sound for you. 
That's what he's doing. <laughs> also, if you uh, need this place that I go to all the time, they've been great to me. And ever since I had my old car, they were very great, honest mechanics out there. And they're very rare to find. Go to If your car needs inspection or reinspection, go to Samraj Auto. Samraj Auto voted Burlington County's best auto repair service. New Jersey State approved inspection, reinspection, and emissions repair facility. New Jersey State ASE certified technicians. Samraj Auto. Located at 1609 Route 38, West Lumberton, New Jersey. Check out their website at semraj.com or give them a call at 609 267 5500 Samraj Auto. They ought to know about your auto. That, that's not what I wanted. Hold up. Yeah, that's when they're fixing the car. They ought to know about your auto. Where the goddamn is it? Yeah, that's. Oh my god. <laughs> Wrong button. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's, um. God damn it, what the fuck was that? Anyway, <laughs> it was a, it's a car peeling its wheels. That's not what I wanted. Anyway, last one. This lady is amazing. She did my caricature. I'm hoping to get her on next month. The woman is so busy working a lot. But if you need a caricature done for family, friends, a party, graduations near, also prom, hire this lady. Characters done by Tiffany Case. Hand her on protest for that special event. Reach out to her at TiffanyACase at gmail.com or give her a call to set up an appointment at 609-864-5926. Characters done by Tiffany Case. Hand her on protest for that special event. What the hell is it? What the? Oh, there you go. Anyway. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Now we're going to start to show this woman is funny. Hysterical. I love working with her every time. We have a great chemistry. When we hang out, we have great conversations. And I've known her for, I don't know, five, six, eight years. I don't care. It feels like an eternity that I know this woman. Not only she's beautiful, talented, hysterical. She's a mother. She's great on the stage. Very talented actress. Up and coming. And she's very great to other comedians that are also coming up. Not only she has a heart of gold, but she has a soul of platinum. Ladies and gentlemen, Please welcome my guest, the one, the only, Latisse Clapper. Let her hear it! Wow. Yeah! <laughs> Thank you so much. I love that intro, Jerry. You got points. Oh, got my God. Points. I got points now. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. This oh, is you're great. welcome. Look at that. The crowd loves you. This is a great crossover, you know, show. You know, I got to promote my show, yes. which is tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Funny bits. Make sure y'all tune in six thirty. Right, T. Same producer. Oh, I love it. I love it. You hear that crowd? They love her. Wildfire is home. Oh thank my you. God! Yes, it is. Thank you. Thank you. They love you. See, like, and Taylor, Taylor Kudakis, let her hear it. Oh my God. <laughs> Like they never stop. <laughs> they never, they never this, stop. This I mean, so come on. All right, guys, All right. that's enough. That's, my turn. That's enough. My turn. You. It's so my much turn. love. I can't <laughs> take it. Jerry. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> so, guys, what do you think Hilarious. of uh, the tease, huh? Hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, what's oh, going on, Mr. Torres? I'm doing great. I'm just yeah. like, I had a very long, busy day, but, you know, I managed. Busy is good. Yeah, so yeah, I go. Oh my god, I go to the gym six days a week now. Nice. I'm trying to like get down to 175, 170. Okay. 
I've seen you post. You're looking your... trim. You're Thank looking you, good. sweetheart. Thank you, you too. I've Thank seen you. The I'm coming you down. Post. Yeah, my trainer is a beast. Uh, but I also I only see him twice a week. Yeah. But then I also I'm at my my local gym. Uh, the other days. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm trying to get off this last uh, twenty pounds. Well, good for you. I mean, what is your goal? Like, you want to be goal. cut lean? You want to? Yeah, soft? I want to just you know tone everything up. I take the weight off and then just keep everything tight. You know what cracks me up though? Yeah. When you say at least say that now. I see the stuff you posted. Oh my god, I had a lot to drink. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's my vice. I drink, but then I get my ass up and I I go back to the gym, no, even though I good. feel like. Sometimes it actually sometimes once I'm done, I'm yeah. good. Um, it depends what type of night I had. Saturday night, last Saturday night, I definitely wasn't getting up, but um, <laughs> <laughs> if I have a couple glasses of wine, I'm good. You I, know, I'm a foodie, that's the problem with me. Uh, I'm a foodie too. Oh uh, my look, God. hashtag team greedy over here. Uh. I eat, okay? I eat, I love food. Make me a sandwich <laughs> <laughs> every time. It's like, um, I do a, like calisthenics first thing Mm -hmm. and do push-ups chin-ups and then uh a lot of heart crunches yeah and then i aim for the treadmill the elliptical yeah and i'm on there for like 70 minutes wow yeah you're a beast 70 minutes and i'm like god i gotta lose this but you know what i don't feel guilty anymore right because i can eat a chocolate cake but then i'm like i'm going to the gym tomorrow burn that off (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) right yeah, I, listen, I'm in the gym an hour, sometimes maybe an hour and a half. That's it. I'm not doing. I have a routine where mm-hmm. I uh, I do my cardio for the first 30. And that's on the glider slash yeah. elliptical. And then I do all my, my core work. And I end with my planks and I end with uh, my arm work. I do my triceps and stuff. Yeah, I've seen your I've seen your arms. <laughs> They're getting there. The, the They're getting there. Me, I'm like, Don't I used dope. to. <laughs> 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 they used to be. Listen, I'm getting them back to fighting, fighting for them. They, they, it's getting there. It's do getting you hit there. the punching bag? No, I have though. I used to do kickboxing years ago. Yeah, you should. Yeah. I hit the punching bag for yeah. like good 15, 30 minutes. Yeah. Oh hell! Oh, that's yeah. good. Punching bag and also just jumping rope will actually like drop pounds. Oh yeah, like, I can't magically. I tried. No, you could. I know, I know. I practice. You can do it for like a minute or yeah. and build up, but yeah, I do that burns. Jacks. <laughs> yeah, jumping jacks are good. Uh, yeah. Even if you don't use the rope, my trainer taught me years ago, like just fake yeah. actually jumping and turning hmm. like you have the rope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you don't have to worry about tripping over it. All right, and you still that. get the form and you get the exercise. See, I'm, I'm giving little nuggets there you for, go. for working out. And, so uh, what? Hmm. So either when working out, um, like, do you t- count how many calories you burn or do you just no. all the sweat just comes out? I don't. I sweat a lot, which is great. Uh, you're supposed to sweat. And then I just drink a lot of water and, you know, uh, try to <laughs> stay away from. I really don't do sugar a lot anymore because <gasps> once I cut it out, that was it. But sugar was like my but my al- go-to. Yeah. Sugar. yeah, it depends, <laughs> though. Like vodka is OK. Right. Um, you're right. It's just that. If I drink too much wine, then yes, that's definitely sugar, especially what I like to drink are Rieslings, and that is all sweet. But, uh, yeah, no, I, um, yeah, I cut out, like, I don't eat my Swedish fish like I used to. Mm. I love Twizzlers, mm. you know what I mean? Gummy I bears, all that stuff. And see, here's the thing, I could, I would take gummy bears and soak it in yeah. alcohol <laughs> and <laughs> kill two birds with one stone. Now, you, know? you have kids out. I do. As a mother, mm-hmm. you know, you eat what they eat. 
but do you try your best? No, no, I don't anymore uh, because that that really will sabotage you. That will mess oh. you up. I make my own meals and they get whatever. Now, do you don't take them to McDonald's, want. get them a Happy Meal? Even if I take them to McDonald's, I get a salad. There you go. Yeah, I get their I get their Southwest salad, which I like. You know what happened with grilled oh, chicken? I went to a McDonald's one time, mm-hmm. and I'm like I said, I'm trying to eat healthy, so right. I, have to, I still have the grilled chicken mm-hmm. with the wheat bread, and I'll have the apple slices. Right, right. The lady looked at me, apple what? That's what she said. <laughs> I was like, apple slices. I don't want like because you were a grown man ordering yeah. apple slices. <laughs> you want? Ap- yeah, exactly. You want apple slices right. with your sandwich? I was like, yeah, yes. Yeah, thank I, you. I don't want the fries. Right. Well, it comes with the meal. I was like, so do the apple slices. Yeah. I'm like, I'm starting an argument with an 18 year old kid. Right. Just don't give me fries. I said, and well, give me the apple slices. Exactly. Listen, you know, you want what you want, and. uh yeah, I, uh, but I will say last night, actually, I came home and, you know, the McDonald's is right across from my house. Oh. I, I got a large fry last night oh, at one o'clock in the morning. Oh, my God. But I'm good. Why? I'm good. Why? Because they're good. I know. They're I know, amazingly I know. good. You ever dip them in barbecue sauce? Nah, I don't We got to stop talking before we go food. I don't dip. <laughs> I don't dip my fries. My four-year-old, on the other hand, does. He's like, can I have the sauce? He does uh, <laughs> sweet and sour. He dips everything. Oh. Yeah, he's a, he's a trip, man. Well, as a mother, as a comedian, mm-hmm. um, all right. Now I know this is a cliche question. Everybody asks every comedian, "What made you, or what possessed you, or what made give you that inspiration to get on the stage?" Wow, um, I have a funny story. I think uh, I didn't even realize that this was a thing. Uh, years ago, I kind of fell into it, and Coleman Green has yeah, like the guy. most to do with it. I actually I went to Atlantic City to see a show at the Tropicana at the time, at the Comedy Stop, and I went to go see a um, comedian that I had actually graduated high school with. And um, after the show, we were all sitting around, and I met Coleman for the first time, mm-hmm. and we're just sitting around talking, and he's laughing, and we're talking, and we're all laughing, and he's like. You should you should get on stage. You're pretty funny. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> he's like, so this is December of 08. And he's like, yeah, we're going to take you to an open mic. Mm. I'll show you. You sign up and then you do five minutes. And I'm like, what do you mean do five minutes? So he's talking to me like I knew the vernacular already. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I don't. What do you mean do five minutes? So he's like, you got to go home, like write material. Right. I was like, right. what? So. Then, like I said, it was December and I started writing down like all the crazy thoughts that would pop in my mind. You know, some weird thoughts that yeah. either pop up and then they, they're gone. Mm-hmm. I actually started writing this stuff down. And by January, I was like, cool, I'm ready. So they took me January 14, 2009 to the Comedy Cabaret in Northeast Philadelphia and uh, signed on the list. Pat O'Donnell was the host. Yeah, he's good. And yeah, I actually just did a show with Pat like two weeks ago yeah, I in, saw that. in Philly. How, how's he doing? It was amazing. He's he's still fantastic. And also Keith Purnell was on that show. We we freaking killed it. And it was cool. probably about two hundred people there. It was great. And um, so I go, I sign up, and. At the time, I was doing real estate, and my manager of my office came in. Uh-oh. Some agents came to support me, and it was a you know the room was pretty filled, and I start you know met some of the comedians, whatever. I got up, and I could not believe people were laughing at stuff I actually wrote. I was like, this is the best feeling in the yep. entire world, like the best high. So 
I get off stage and Pat gets back up and he's like, wait a minute, Latisse, is this right? Is this your first time ever getting on stage? I was like, yeah. He was like, give her another round of applause. This is amazing. And actually, they let me go longer than five minutes. I think I ended up doing like seven, almost eight, because I just had no concept of time. Right, Sometimes right. I still don't, but I definitely, <laughs> um, I went way over and they were real cool about it. So I kept going back. Now, you know, this mic is every Wednesday. They mm -hmm. still do it to this day. And um, I kept going back, kept going back. And then um, <laughs> I got an email from the the owner of the Comedy Cabaret asking yeah, me if I would like Patty, to do, yeah. yes, if I would like to do a guest spot at the Doylestown location. And right. I'm like, what? Like, I couldn't believe it. Right. So I'm like, of course I would. Now, at the same time, I had already signed up for Brad Trackman's class over mm -hmm. at Helium when he was doing the PCA over He's there. A teacher. He is great. So I'm like, I had that coming up. And actually, I think it had started by February. And then I got asked to do the guest spot, which was actually one month, mm -hmm. the exact month from the first time I got up to do the mic, which was Valentine's night, 2009 right. in Doylestown. Sold out crowd, did five minutes, rocked out, and I have not looked back. It's like a drug. So I just hit, you know, I just hit 10 years in January. So Good for you, sweetheart. I'm like super excited. A lot of things coming down the pike. Um, I recorded my first comedy album back in December. That should be coming out like May of 2019. Super excited. I'm um, actually Taylor's going to be working on it with me, and um, I have uh, Rob from Humag, who's going to be um, the distributor of it. I'm super excited. So that's coming up. I have. Um, I just got accepted into uh, a lot of festivals. Yeah. And of course, I still, you know, my gigs are looking good. Hey, would you? Didn't you tell me at the time you were writing a book? No, not yet. Okay. I need to. That's later. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, is the book based about, like, is it a kid's book? No, it's going to be my life. Okay. So, of course, comedy will be in it, but, like, childhood, adulthood, right, right. comedy, okay. all that stuff. Wait, by the way, Taylor, I'm working on my recording out. Thanks to Latif. Are you? Inspiration. Oh, yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> nice. Because um, I listen to Joe Rogan a lot. People, yes. Because I tell people, you got to listen to this man. He has yeah, you told me. Psychology and philosophy, and he really throws it about comedy. Right. And uh, yeah, I want to give you that in case I, the day comes, I want you to edit like you're doing it for Latisse. <laughs> yeah, you can get man. that figured yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I figured that the kids will love it. The kids. Thank you, kids. <laughs> hey, kids. Real quick question. I'm sorry, Latisse. Are your hot moms working tonight at Club Champagne? <laughs> All right. <laughs> when I walk in there, I want your hot moms to chase me, and I want to hear this song. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> Betty Hill. Is that from Betty Hill? <laughs> That's awesome. It, it's from a, um, a soundboard. I'll give it to you. I uh, forgot what it's called. Oh but God, I mean, I love they it. got like over 2,000. And you, you can oh, make your own awesome. sounds and put them on there. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I love this, Benny Hill. I used to yeah. watch that all the time back in the day. I think this one's like I said, 30 seconds long. Let's hear it. Yes. <laughs> Look at you. You're choking your shoulders. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it makes you do. All right, don't, don't hurt Uncle Jerry, okay, kids? <laughs> so it, it's like I tell every comedian, mm -hmm. young ones starting out, 
listen, they asked me how I started, and I tell them mm -hmm. the whole story and uh, how I met to Ray, how I met these comics. Yeah. And they all tell me advice. You know, take comedy classes, take acting classes mm -hmm. that will help you. Yes. Now, some of these New Jack comics, they give me a look like as if a third eye was growing out of my ear. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's going to help you. Yeah. You know, some of them go rogue and go on their own, and right. they don't know how to handle when audience booze at them, or they don't know how to handle when audience doesn't laugh. You've right. seen it. Yeah. You've seen it. They get angry and freak out, and I, <laughs> and I, and I cross my arms. Jared, what I did wrong? I ain't helping you. You're your own, <laughs> no, man. You know what no. I mean? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing about giving advice to people. I um, I only give advice if they ask me <laughs> yeah. first. Or, um, you know, somebody finishes a set and they're like, so what did you think? Other than that, I'm not going to say anything. Um, no. Because we are just naturally i think a lot of comedians first of all we're very um we're narcissistic most of us mm -hmm. and if um some i don't know critique or some type of stuff comes our way before we're ready to receive it yeah then it, it's gonna go left yeah no and you're right i mean like uh what was it like these comics like starting out for six months and they, and they just want a headline <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, I'm like, you have to work your way up, kid. Yeah, I tell work them, it's like, up. listen, um, how do you get work? I said, well, I have comedians that I know, like mm -hmm. you, they give me a show and they help me out or recommend right. me. Yo, got to show your face. Yeah. You got to see this agent or this club manager, yeah. which, by the way, um, Club Philly, I got, you yeah. told me to contact you. Philly contact Comedy him. Club. Yeah. yeah, we went up there Friday. Oh, I yeah. went to, you know, we went to hang out and it and it ended up, they needed me. Yeah, <laughs> and I, know, I ended that up was getting funny. on stage. <laughs> it was the most amazing thing it's like see you never know what's gonna happen so that's why i tell sometimes you might not have a show but go support a club or a show that you that you know of yeah and show your face that's yeah exactly thing. which by the way he told me to contact you to contact him okay so uh, i'll let you know when that's uh i think i'll be available next friday okay so cool, I'll, cool. I'll let you know about that but now every comedian always has a comic that they look up to and they uh they're idle yeah, like well, my, I have a lot of mentors. Oh, same here. Yeah, I mean, but the top of the list for me is Richard Pryor. Okay, yeah. No one can dethrone the king. Yeah, no one. You know, no one. Yeah. But who are yours? But me, well, I have a lot of. I mean, of course, Richard Pryor. I mean, like you start talking about all the greats, like but from back in the day to now. But people that I can actually call and talk to and mm -hmm. pick their brain, like like our friend Keith Purnell, yeah, Coleman Keith Green, Toure. yeah, um, Ray, um. Um, Carol Montgomery out of New York she's amazing um, Leanne Lord like they've all been doing it over 20 years so yeah, it's like yeah. those are the people you want to talk to because they are they have sustained the their career mm -hmm. and they're you know they're made they made a living out of it so those are the people you want to talk to I um like I said 10 years it's 10 years yeah it's a long time but it's still a very short time in yeah. comedy years mm -hmm. so I uh, I I love the fact that you can always keep learning. You yeah. should always do a workshop if you can. I mean, now I'm um I'm actually teaching at Fit in Philly, which is amazing. Oh, and my new class starts Wednesday, March 20th. So <laughs> if you have not signed up, you're thinking about doing stand-up, please come to Fit. It's right on Sansom Street in um, Philadelphia. Go to their website, phillyimprovtheater.com. If you like, I would love to come in and just be an observer or as a guest you know yeah um well we might be able to do that have okay. a guest uh speaker uh one night uh that's definitely doable and i think the class is two hours starts at six i believe six to eight 
so it'll be six to eight on Wednesdays, right. starting March twentieth. So yeah, maybe I can throw you in there. It's a yeah, six week that- course, so yeah, <clears> I would definitely. I have you come in, talk to the class. That'd be fun. Yeah, we'd love to do that. Yeah. Now, now with all these comedy specials coming out, mm-hmm. now there was something that I talked to a comic not too long ago. He was saying that uh, HBO, Comedy Central, it used to be a time where it was like you had your special on HBO. It was like, oh. Yeah, get, that like, was the big thing. Yeah. Comedy Central, same yeah. thing. But with the big boom of Netflix and mm-hmm. Netflix pretty much taking over yeah. HBO, Comedy Central, how do you feel about like comics now where they can record their own special and put it on Netflix when there was a time where it was like you needed an agent and a super manager and a reputation as like a star mm-hmm. in comedy to get on HBO or, or right. Showtime. well, but, I think Netflix, you still need a super manager. You need mm-hmm. um, you definitely have to ha- you have to be in um, because they're not. I mean, yeah, there are a lot of Netflix specials that were given out, but these people are are like the the next tier. So right. it's like they are like getting into Montreal just for laughs. You know, yeah. um, those big spots. So you know, a lot of those uh, comedians that are now getting Netflix specials, it's earned. Congratulations to them. Oh, yeah. And then it's something to to work towards. But yeah, it has changed, and no one thinks about H. HBO or Showtime anymore. I would actually, I I would love to get an HBO special. I still feel like mm-hmm. that is. I I remember watching Chris Rock on HBO. Oh, yeah, yeah, Bigger yeah. and blacker, like that was one of the best um, specials, and it was a big deal because they were few and far between. Yeah. So yeah, when you got a when you got a HBO special, that was like the hilt. That was it. Um, it has changed. Content has changed, and people. You know the 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 avenue like Netflix, they're looking for content, yeah. so it's saturated <clears throat> right now. But it like because everyone everyone has different tastes and everyone has different likes in comedy. So trust me, you'll find a comedy spe- special that you like right, on right. there. You don't have to watch all of them, but it's interesting interesting to see what they're actually put on mm-hmm. putting on. Because that's research in itself. Okay, yeah. so what do I need to do mm-hmm. to reach that pinnacle? Right. So if that's a goal, that's a goal. Now, yeah. I like the way some of these uh, comedy specials are done. It used to be like they show the audience, then the stage, and mm-hmm. then they call your name. But with we were talking about the, the Ray Romano one. Oh, I love it. Now, this is what I love, and I would love to have my special like this. Walking down the street. Light jazz music playing in the background, right. and he just walks into the club. Right. You know what I mean. And next thing you know, everybody starts applauding. I was like, "Yes, that's how I like it." How would you have your own special? Like, would I don't you come know. Out of I... a limousine, have a couple, <laughs> a couple guys picking you up. You right, know? right. <laughs> I don't know. There, there could be some theatrics in it. I, but I actually, I like his take on it, and I like the fact that he wanted to go back to where he first started. Mm, yep. For me, I don't know. Hey, why not film it at the comedy cabaret? You know what I mean? Like, why not? Why not? If that's what it is, then that's what it is. I um. It really just depends on the circumstance, but I like that feel. I like that club feel. I like, I, even though a big giant theater is amazing, Madison yeah. Square Garden is amazing. You know, Kevin Hart did it big, um, but 
it's something to be said about the small intimacy yeah. of a club. Of course. Versus a big theater. So it, it depends on, you know, where you are and, and who you are as a person. I don't need it to be all glitz and glam. Yeah. You know, I don't need fire shooting behind me yeah. like Kevin had. But um, <clears throat> I, I can see myself walking down the steps of the comedy cellar like this is what it is that's, and get on stage. Yeah, that's what I liked about his special. Get yeah. the simple. You know what I mean? It's like so you simple. Yeah, you don't need a big ass theater or big ass arena. No. Just and you feel it too—that coziness mm-hmm. of the club, like yeah. that warmth. They're like yeah. welcoming warmth. It's, it's like, love because first of all, here's the best thing: people weren't expecting him to be there. Nope. That's the thing. So the element of surprise mm-hmm. is like the best part of that because yeah. you legit you could see people like gasping in the background yeah. like oh my god it's Ray Romano like yeah. <laughs> they paid for a regular ticket like to see you know the regulars yep. and then all of a sudden here he comes yeah. so I just thought it was amazing also side note right before he got up the sec after he walked around mm-hmm. and went to the second the newer comedy seller club yeah Marina Franklin was yeah. on right before him yeah. and I before they said her name i was like i know her like i was like that's marina and then they said it i was like yeah so she had just finished her set and whoever was next got bumped because here comes ray romano and i love that yeah it happens a lot it's i don't like that but it's it's part of it especially being in new york they know it oh yeah they know it there was a time it was like they tried a lot of comedians complained Mm -hmm. because listen i want to do my five minutes and then chris rock comes in does his 30 minutes well sorry you Uh, get bumped because you're not chris rock but there are some big name comics that kind of respect that yeah all right listen i'll I'll do five you know and do eight and that's it listen when they're working on stuff that's just like before jerry got in and then all we kept getting these um news blasts about him popping up at Gotham because he was working on his stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then he ended up filming that at the comic strip. <clears throat> so it's like you never know who's going to pop up. No, no. I was there one time. One night I was downstairs in the Vintage Lounge doing mm-hmm. a show and Jerry came on upstairs and everybody's like, oh my god, Jerry's yeah, not there. I'm like, shit. You're the only one in the room. Yeah, I'm like, where did he go? I'm like, I'm man, I but don't missed know him. Know me. I missed him. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, oh man. But yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, it is. But I mean, um, in this day and age, how comedy has changed so much. A lot, yeah. Where it's like, uh, I was talking to one of my best friends who's getting one of his uh, cartoons Mm -hmm. on... um, What's that? Cartoon Network, mm-hmm. the late one. Yeah. So he, swim, adult swim, swim. adult swim, mm-hmm. and he's getting one of his cartoons in there. And I remember me and him were talking, and we were like, uh, he saw Andrew Dice Clay right. at the Stress Factory. He was sitting in the back. He was with his son. He told me the whole story. Uh-huh. He was like, "Yo, he did some jokes that were like." But before anything, the show started. He said, "Nobody can have their cell phones out." Right. Right. Course. So long story short, he was like, yo, he was saying jokes that crossed the line. He always yeah, did. That's yeah. his style. When was this, though? When oh, was co- this? Uh, last week. Okay. Yeah, he's back. Like, Andrew Dice Clay is, like, touring again. But, yeah, touring again. But there was, like, jokes where it was, like, talking about women. Mm-hmm. And he said something about Asian people. He's and then he was talking always about- been like that. Yeah. That was the, the whole the whole hype behind him was the oh. crazy nursery rhymes. He was just so, like, <laughs> very vulgar. And people loved it. Oh, yeah. That was like, what, the 80s? The 80s, 80s and 90s. 90s. Late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Oh, God, I had him. all his videotapes, VHS mm-hmm. tapes. Um, but with the meat, as a woman, mm-hmm. in this Me Too movement, right. now, if what Louis C.K. 
is right now he's struggling to make a comeback. I say he's struggling. People say he's making a comeback. Mm -hmm. If he was making a comeback, Netflix would take him back. HBO would take him back. Right. You know, some of these put stuff they would, he was in the middle of production. Um, and they put a halt to and, it. Uh, mad halt, like indefinite <laughs> halt. Right. Um, how do you feel about, like, as a woman, when someone says or does something that crosses the line? And do you defend him as a comedian? Do you defend him? Do you joke about it? Or do you just say, listen, you did what you did. Admit what you did. Like, great example. When Louis C.K. was caught, you know, whacking yeah. it off in front of women. Right. Like, he didn't apologize. He wasn't sympathetic about it. And when he went to Jerry Seinfeld, who he, at the time he was close to, tight with, mm -hmm. Seinfeld says, well... So far, he hasn't apologized. He's not being being sympathetic, which is why I'm not talking to him. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, dude. It's so funny. They always go to Jerry, too. Anytime a comedian, the whole Kevin Hart thing with the Oscars, they yeah. ask him about that. They go to him a lot. And it, I think it's good. Uh, my take on that uh, just and it's not even about being a woman, just a human, <laughs> just a human well, being. Um yeah. Because even before the whole Me Too movement, um, you know, you're still going to have some some feelings mm -hmm. towards that, um, you know, just misogyny <laughs> at all. Like, yeah, I've never liked really like vulgar or misogynistic comedians. That's just not my style. Right. So, no, I'm not going to pay for a ticket. I'm not going to support that. And that's how you kind of have to navigate it. I don't you know, I'm not going to stand out with a with a sign and in protest. But my protest will be me not supporting that club that has that comedian that I don't right. want to see. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so even now being a comedian, I will pay to see people yeah you have to patronize the establishments because when we're there you want people to come in and pay for for you so it's like right. you have to be willing to you know buy the drinks buy the food pay a ticket if you have to mm -hmm. i went to see leslie jones at the um stress factory last year and uh <laughs> it was really it was great it was packed and it's not like I walk around with a sign saying I'm a comedian. I'm yeah. going in just to see her because I'm a fan. Right. So it's like, um, and it's funny because I remember meeting um, Bill Bellamy there. And I don't, when I meet other comedians, especially mm -hmm. like, I'm talking like Bill Bellamy or people of that caliber where they come in, like, and we're hanging out after the show and they do the meet and greet or whatever. Hey, how you doing? I, that's never the first thing that comes out of my mouth. I refuse. And it was funny because I didn't mention it. My husband was there. He mentions it to Bill. And Bill's like looking at me like, why didn't you tell me you were a comedian? I'm like, because that's not important. Like, exactly. I'm not on the show. You don't know me. Like, I think that's stupid. Right. right. I don't. I don't. I'm not that type of person. I'm not going to show. But I remember. um I was out with friends and we're just all like having dinner. Like and then one of my friends just starts telling people, like as they're going by, she's funny. She's a she's a comedian. She gets on stage. I'm like, why are you telling people this? Like it's that. not yeah. there's a time and a place. So I feel like sometimes like I just want to chill. Like exactly. I don't need all of that. Um, but if I get on stage, then I get on stage and it's it's a blast. But I'm not I've never been that way. I'm never walking up to somebody who is like 
you know the headliner yeah. of a club like hey by the way i'm a comedian they're like i don't even know who you are why exactly. are you as soon as you come off like that they're gonna they're definitely gonna throw shade yeah, immediately exactly. like who are you you think for yourself uh, it's like um Joe Rogan, every time he performs at the comedy store, he always gets these new Jack comics coming <laughs> up to him. He goes, I would love to open for you. Right. Oh, let me open for you and watch what I can do. You know what Joe Rogan says to them? I don't know you. Right. I don't know you. So there would never be a time. I'm yeah. telling you, I was teasing. Now, remember we went to um, Punchline yeah. uh, Friday after we, where were we? So we went, we did the Philly Comedy Club. Yeah. And then we went to Punchline, right? So Ali Sadiq, he was headlining. And, you know, we were all hanging out in yeah, the lobby. He was really guys. nice. So I did that, though. I was like, um, so... <laughs> I'm going to open for you. I just told him and he started laughing. He was like, oh, really? And he started like actually thinking about his schedule. He was like, well, I have Chris. So Chris Cotton was there opening for him. He was the feature. Oh, Chris is phenomenal. Um, from Philly, like we used to do the Raven Lounge on Thursdays together. They, yeah. it was him, um, Conrad Roth and H Foley that would do Center City Comedy, and wow. every Thursday we were at the Raven. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I've known Chris for ten years, and um, so he's featuring for him, and he's like, "Well, I got Chris, you know, this date, or they were out, and I don't know wherever they were going to be, somewhere yeah. else across the country," and I was like, "Well." Whenever you need me, uh, here's my card. Please, I would love to open for you. So now I'm literally stalking him. He's going to be at the Stress Factory in May. I'm like, I see you at the Stress Factory. I said, I don't know if I'm coming either the Friday or the Saturday. (laughs) Like, I'm telling him his my schedule like he would even care. I just think it's so funny. I'm like, no, I'm going to open for you. I think he's brilliant. So I'm like, why not? tell another comedian how brilliant you think they are mm-hmm. and that you want to work with them that that's the only way they're going to know yeah and then <clears throat> let them choose and do some research and see what you're about yeah. if they give you a shot they give you a shot but i think that old saying when they say close closed mouths don't get fed that's true true if you don't speak up then they'll never know no they'll never know but i mean i let you do your thing you saw me i was st- yeah i'm like why i look over and you're like all the way over at no. the bar we're taking pictures and you're just like la 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 I was, I was you look like you're the, about to go to sleep bartender. She was oh, of course alone. Mr. Plenty of Fish over here flirt, no, flirting with the bartender. Taylor, don't listen to her. <laughs> don't not listen to her. All right? I'm telling you, you got to get those women off your mind and focus on the damn comedy. No, That's what I you am, need to but do. But that was all about you. Why? Was, no, Why? No, no. I, I wanted to say something to him. You could have come up I introduced yourself. Have. I did introduce myself. He's a very nice man. You see this? He's no, grown, right? No, Why aren't oh you coming goodness. up? It's all going to be about introducing. Me. I told you I'm going to get at you. Yeah, <laughs> I look over. I swear we're all talking oh and God. i look over he's at the bar like he's about to fall asleep like no, just what it, yeah asleep. you had i was not had no, your was hand not. on your head you were like <laughs> i am so bored yeah you had enough i know it was a little past your bedtime too no, was hanging. no, no, no. <laughs> i had a great time though it was Good. very nice we were out and about yeah um, you know how i do i don't no, stop moving i really don't no, stop moving no 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 but i mean other with with now with comedy uh, other than comedy aside, mm-hmm. like an exercising, mm-hmm. before, a sh- like during the show, every comedian has a ritual before yes. they go on. All right. Yeah. Mine is like, it's not about me, but this is what I do. I just don't give a shit. That's it. That's my attitude. That's your- I, I sit down 
drink of water. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I let's look at the people, look at my phone, and I'll say I, sometimes I'll take a nap. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or sometimes you need a nap. No, oh. I usually take a nap before I leave the house <laughs> for a show, definitely. But um, what I like to do is hopefully um, where I am on the lineup, I can actually watch the crowd. Yeah. See what they're laughing at. Do that too. Yeah, like, you got to read the room and then figure out. Okay, how am I going to attack this? Because you can't actually just change your entire set. Yeah, but you have to figure out how you can open mm-hmm. it and get their attention and then do your stuff. Yeah. So um, no, I just have a regular. Like I do, I still get the butterflies, which is great. But once of I get course. on stage, I get that first laugh. I'm good. Yeah, but. You, you, before I go up, you'll always see me. Um, I'm either pacing. I'm thinking about what mm-hmm, I'm gonna I've say. Seen you. Yeah, and then once I get on stage, I'm fine. Yeah. Now, do you? Oh, what the hell is that? Plenty of fish no, notification. No, ain't no pen, plenty of fish. <laughs> yes, it is. What is it? What is it? I'm phone. putting you on blast. What are you doing over nothing, there? Nothing. <laughs> I'll contact you later. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> see, this is your fault, man. That's the plan with Taylor. <laughs> now, um, I I opened for Tony Woods. Nice. Like, I years love him. Ago. Oh my God, I can't. I remember. It's like early two thousand. Mm-hmm. Sweetheart of a guy. Yeah, he's really. He funny. gave me the opportunity to open for him one time, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Yeah, yeah, you know how he is. So cool and mellow." Mm-hmm. This was like in a club in North Jersey. Oh, it's a name. I think it closed down. It used to be a nightclub and then a comedy room. And now, I don't know, like corruption, something happened. But <laughs> I remember I was nervous performing. I mm-hmm. like nervous to get on stage. And Tony Woods sat me down. He goes, my man. He goes, what's the difference between a professional comedian and a rookie comedian? I goes, I don't know. And he sat down, laid down on the couch, looked at me. And he goes, I'm the professional comedian. And then he closed his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wrong. So, oh, that's funny. But he got you laughing. He got me laughing. And he took you out of yeah. what you were thinking about. And he, and then that's he opened awesome. his eyes. He got back up and he goes, okay, see what you're doing right now? You're pacing. You're nervous. Mm-hmm. You're, 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 you're over. Like you're yeah. talking. You're stuttering. He goes, you're being too nervous, my man. You need to calm yeah, down. Yeah, just relax. Yeah. Deep so breaths. That's when he met was, mm-hmm. I'm the professional comedian. Right, right. Lies down. That's funny. And I never forgot that, mm-hmm. ever. So now every time I perform, it's like, I see like the new guys starting. Yeah. I'm like, shit, that was me 20 years ago. <laughs> right. I'm the professional comedian. <laughs> I, I like exactly. lie down now. Yep. And I, I often like, when I see comedians, like when they don't get a laugh mm-hmm. or, when they, or they get booed. Yeah. Open mic or regular show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I become the hero. You know what I mean? It's like I yeah. get up there and say, yo, 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 hold up, hold up. First of all, you did this and did that. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> she or he stayed on that stage, did her five minutes, didn't <laughs> right. freak out, didn't right. scream at you. you Pushed know, through it. And yeah. you suffered through her, him or her <laughs> bad jokes. But you got to give her him or her props. She yeah. stayed on that stage and right. the crowd is like, yes, you know. Because right. let me tell you something, that was me 20 years ago. <laughs> you know? Now, when you see a comedian... I, I hate to use the word bomb. Yeah. Well, we've all bombed. Oh, of course we all bombed. Even the professionals That's part bomb. of the process. Yeah. But like... You need to bomb so you can uh, regroup and mm-hmm. realize what you need to do Same and what you should do. Same goes back to the drawing board, mm-hmm. you know? But, but here's the thing, and I, I tell it to uh, 
comedians, uh, even students that take my class, sometimes a joke might not hit. It doesn't mean it's not funny. It could be one word you need to change exactly. or your delivery. <clears throat> you have to try it over and over again before you can say, oh, I, got, I just got to scrap this right. at least three times, at mm. least three times. There's always a way to rework things. I think also um, as a comedian, you just have to remember to paint a very vivid picture mm. i always say details are so important mm. the more details you have the funnier of course because you're letting the audience in on what you're talking about from your perspective and as long as you you paint that picture they'll right. laugh and they, they can, can relate it. to it hell yeah yeah you know i mean god you heard my stories about the women i dated on stage yeah and, and everybody's oh yeah that happened to me right like, oh thank god i'm not the only it's one all relatable yeah. that's why my marriage material like marriage material works it depends on how you approach it but mm -hmm. it's all relatable oh of course yeah i mean uh, other than like uh, doing comedy like do you mm -hmm. have hobbies like when you're not doing a show like what what do you like to do other <laughs> like and um, watching the kids like the right. me time the me, me time um uh you can find me at hand and stone getting massages <laughs> 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 um i love karaoke actually that's one of my favorite pastimes uh or i'll be what? at a bar just drinking <laughs> <laughs> where do you go karaoke? Wherever. Oh, where? wherever. For real. There's stuff well, uh, every night of the week you can find a karaoke what spot. What songs do you love? Oh, to my sing? go to um I love um Drops of Jupiter by Train. Um my ultimate song is I'm Like a Bird by Nelly Furtado. Really? Yeah, I kill it every time. That's my that's my closer. I sing. <laughs> I haven't done karaoke. Maybe one day I'll do it with you. You should. Yeah. You should come out. But Taylor, would you like to go? Taylor, you do karaoke? Uh, it depends if I have off the next day because I'm not doing that sober. Right, right, right. <laughs> Definitely. He needs the liquid, liquid courage. And I'm like a bird. Well, look, bitch. when we were at um, Philly Comedy Club there, we saw the sign. They do karaoke on Wednesday night yeah, and they have right. live bands. Really? They have a live band. So what, like, I, this, that, I, what I like to do is I'll say I'll sing Frank Sinatra songs. Do you? Oh, yeah. I know nice. half his, like half of his, all of his songs. And I don't know why you're asking where we could do karaoke the flying w on thursdays when we do our mic on oh, one side they one. do karaoke on the other side of the bar i dude. hate that one why i don't know you can do anything you I, want over I, there I, I like i've it. heard somebody say there's an old man who loves singing sinatra over yeah there. i heard him i mm -hmm. saw him you know what i mean i don't know i don't uh, feel it in there you know they, when i did a show in montana at this comedy club mm -hmm. excuse me comedy slash nightclub slash nice. bar it was a big place <laughs> right. beautiful and it still does comedy over when i did it they had karaoke night mm -hmm. but this is what i love they had the stage yeah and then the crowd of people nice like a huge crowd and what's up? the contest is this no words pop up on the screen you gotta know the word. <laughs> well that takes right? the whole spirit out of karaoke nope. but i could do it like but you have these people oh i know the words of the song really no one ever knows no all the words so they play this no. background song and you go it up there and next yeah. thing you know you gotta belt it right and if you skip a word it'd be like uh, they stop the music like crowd what you think <laughs> and the crowd's like no boo oh, this like, is in montana oh this is in montana damn. i remember and i was like damn it's like this is yeah, how it's rough and i talked to the club owner who was a very nice Nice man, I don't know if he mm -hmm. still runs the room, but he was like, "Yeah, this is fun." It's like this should be a game show. 
This is awesome. Oh. There was a game show like that. But the, remember, the words popped up on the screen. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. this is like, oh, you know what the lyrics are? That's your favorite song? All right. Well, let's see if you know it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's like puts a person on the spot. That's funny. I'm like, oh, shit. I love that. That's a great idea. Yeah, man. Now, do you cook? Do you love to cook? I don't love to cook. I can cook. Mm -hmm. um, but actually, years ago, uh, my husband took over like cooking which is great yeah and even though i could actually cook before i leave the house yeah. the way our schedules are is like i'm home during the day with the little one and then he comes in and i'm like bye so <laughs> we do tag team and um and that's it so um yeah and uh so i kind of backed off now sometimes like my my daughter will request some things and i'll cook and around the holidays i have like my crab quiche that i love to cook and uh, so that's one of my specialties crab quiche yeah it's amazing mm, we'll have day. to invite you over yeah we'll love to come over time. i haven't seen your husband in a this while yeah oh fine thanksgiving come yeah. over i always have like a small make sure the kids gathering. are asleep you know i don't want the kids touching me Maybe yeah so. no they won't be listen nope they won't be there but we have a nice small gathering like we we do our family dinner first earlier right. and then we invite people over and it's like buffet style cool. You could just sit and yeah, eat. Yeah, would love to it come was really back. Cool. What I like is what you do is mm. that uh, breakfast thing every Sunday. Yeah. That's what I love. And the monthly, first time, monthly. I, monthly, monthly. I apologize. Monthly, monthly yeah. Mm -hmm. The first time I finally went to one. Yeah. First time. And I remember. Uh, Tim, oh, last week was the first time or the week before? The that? week before. Last month. Because yes. the, the, the next one is the 24th yes, of this you're right. month. Right. And I remember okay. uh, Tim Grill and his lovely wife, yeah, which I'm going to have Tim Grill on here. Yeah. And I told him, please don't play your guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Tim is great. Oh, he's great. His wife uh, started laughing when I said that. Yeah, but um, you know how that started? It actually started uh, yeah, with Julia, Scotty, and myself. Um, um, I think over five years ago because we were sitting around and you know what happens like we know all of these comedians we know each other mm -hmm. but we're always doing different shows we don't get to see each other yeah, right yeah. so then I said well why don't we just have a meetup? we'll have like literally break bread with each other and catch up and yeah. it's a way to network it's a way to see people you haven't seen in a, in a while and uh, so it's been working and um, you know we uh, we used to move it around a little bit throughout South Jersey to different places just to change up the atmosphere. Yeah, and uh, but we have a home base that we like to go to, and um, it's uh, it's becoming really successful. I really liked it. It was great to yeah, see great. everybody. That yeah. Coleman, Tim. I mean, like and the restaurant loves us, and they're they're used to us, and they know. I when I call for comedians breakfast, they're like. Yes, we yeah. got you. That time I went, they were like, oh, we don't have a race. I know. <laughs> Tony Parlante uh, saved the day. Yeah, of man. course. It was so funny, though. I had every... Here's the bad part about that. I had everything mapped out. And ironically, I did. I had my massage scheduled at 10 that morning. <laughs> and I was like, this is great. I'll get done at 11, mm -hmm. mosey on over, you know what I mean? And get there and tell, you know, this is how much we need... Well, my masseuse was late. She had a family thing and mm. she didn't get there till like almost 1030, 1045. So right. then then that put it back <clears throat> and she actually ended up giving me like more time because she felt bad. Yeah. I got up from the table like feeling amazing and then I see the clock and I'm like, it's not fucking 12 o'clock. Yeah, we were like, and I like immediately got my phone and started texting you. I was like, and I'm like trying to get dressed at the same time I'm texting you. You were naked? And Talk slow. Talk slow, <laughs> baby. You were naked. Talk so slow. shut up. Look so then, <laughs> so I'm like texting you and you were like, all right, cool. We got it. I was yeah, like, true. But um, I like 
the place we go because it has enough room for us. Exactly. That's what I liked about yeah, it. And Tony was, saved the day. He was like, I got this, Jerry. Yeah. Just you look, look out for, for Latisse. It's like, yeah. I've been looking out for her. <laughs> She's, where the hell is she at? You know what I mean? This is rude. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. I put it together and then I like walk in and it's like, we had um, close to like 25, 30 people. That was a lot. Yeah. But I great. love that. It was great. It everybody was there. Perfect. We're all reminiscing. We're all talking. Yeah. And not that many comics do that. You know, no. they think for themselves. It's like, yo, yo, yo. I, like, I've been knowing you mm-hmm. and Coleman, all these guys, for half my life. Yes. You yeah. know, and it's good that, you know, is to promote yourself and mm-hmm. they help you. Yeah. You know, and we help each other. Yeah. Like you know? a real community. I think we need that. We need that, especially in these times. That's why I would like to talk to some people to do that Comedy Kills Cancer show. Yeah. Hopefully do it for punch and punchline and just like, you know, sell out that room and just mm-hmm. do something big for that. Yeah, we definitely can. And I still have. I'm all for it. Yeah. I mean, I just need some uh, everybody to get together and right. talk to the people in punchline to make it happen. Okay. You know, um, everybody's like, why you want to do this? I mean, God, I like I lost my older brother to liver cancer. And there's right. some people and family that have, have family. Yes. Uh, I lost a younger brother. Right. You remember your younger yeah. brother. You told me. To and, lung cancer. And it's like, this is a good thing to have mm-hmm. a big proceeds go to that. But comedy kills cancer. Why you say kills with a C? Mm-hmm. It's comedy. You know? Right. <laughs> it's like, right. It kills. No, me. I think it's perfect. And we definitely should. Uh, we could we could uh, we'll talk to Punchline and see. And I mean, that that room holds uh, almost like 300. It's so perfect. we could really, really raise perfect. some money. Mm-hmm. So we good time. Yeah, yeah, we're good. OK, almost few more. I mean, uh, so far, are you feeling now like you're having fun? Now you, I'm a one on one. Yeah. Yeah. This is good. I hate those podcasts where it's like 20 people in a room. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Sometimes those are fun. I, they, I've had fun. those. Not 20, but I've had those. <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn, you asked me a question, you cut me off. My, <laughs> I know. my anniversary show, I think we had like eight people in the studio. It was so funny. Oh my God. Yeah. And you know what? I've been on your podcast and yes. I love it. You Thank know? you. I feel the energy and the vibe yeah. in there. So Yeah, yeah, we have good. Well, it's four of us anyway. You know, yeah. we, we added Marcia is our intern. And then okay. I have Larry XL and Carl, right. who are the co-hosts along with me. And like I said, it's funny bits. It's Thursday. We don't say Thursday, though. It's every Friday Eve on WildfireRadio.com at 630. So y'all make sure y'all tune in tomorrow night. I just like it when I was a guest on Preston and Steve a couple of times. Yeah. I love it how they have it organized. They raise their hand. <laughs> is they that what it hand. is? Yeah. And then, oh, that's good. And if another one cuts somebody off, like, I apologize. Please continue. Aww. And I'm like, I wish some of these podcasters <laughs> could do this. <laughs> that's great. It's like, Try the raise our hand method. I like yeah. that. I was like, damn, this is politeness. I yeah. like this. That's perfect. Which, by the way, one day you gotta be get, try to see if you can be a guest, not a guest, but like an invite, just mm-hmm. to watch the show. And you okay. S- you see oh, they have magic. people. Yeah, can, yeah. All you gotta like do is, a gallery. They have like a little gallery. Well, actually, no. You're in the, the studio with them. Really? But they say, shh. When right. We're talking. You see the light. It's a red yeah. red light. You yeah, see yeah. The red light on air. <laughs> you, you can laugh. You can ha ha. Right. But you just can't talk. Right. That's you cool. Know, when they're talking, I can do but that. They're very polite. They're very nice to everybody, and they're very cool. Okay. But you get to see the magic happen. Nice. And that's where I got that's the hit, tips and hints, you know. Yeah, so, I like okay. that. But um, other than that, we still got time. And now, before I close the show, one, I want to thank you so much for being my guest. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. It's Anytime you like thank to promote you. or just have fun or shoot the breeze, yeah, whatever. Man. And are you, do you like to promote anything that's coming up? Around yeah, of the course. World? Well, I mean, I have, uh, I'm, 
this weekend is going to be amazing and busy but no um i would say just go to my website latisecomedy.com has all my dates uh and that's l-a-t-i-c-e and you can find me on instagram and facebook and twitter under the same latisse comedy um and then i also have um i have uh snapchat that i don't really use that much but that's under tease talk as t-i-c-e and then talk all one word um yeah, so I'm having fun, and I, I have a very busy uh, weekend. But I'm I'll uh, I'll promote those shows uh, <laughs> tomorrow well, on my show. <laughs> well, Latisse, I love you know I love working with you. Thank so you. I love working show, with you as well. You know me. I, I don't have to pay me not. I'm there for you when you need me. Thank okay? you. Appreciate it. I want to thank you so much, Latisse Clapper, for thank being you. on my show, and uh, you're welcome anytime. Appreciate and. Uh, I wish you the best and Thank you. we'll definitely work with each other again and have fun and hang out like we did last time. Yeah, man. I have so much fun with you and thank I want to keep doing that with you. Word. So, Latisse, thank you so much. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to close the show. Before I close, let's listen to these sponsors as I close the show and find a song to close with. Let's see right here. Are you looking for that New York style and taste? Then go to La Vida's Pizzeria. It has that New York feel and that Italian tasty touch. Mwah! A Great place to eat with family and friends. La Vida's Pizzeria, located at 12 High Street, Mount Holly, New Jersey. For pickup or delivery, call 609-267-8957. La Vida's Pizzeria, excellent food, perfect New York taste. Okay, boys, let's see. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, this is an old school jam, DLG, Dark Latin Groove, No Maria, which means no matter what. So this is going to be my closing song. Before I close the show, I'd like to thank everybody to listen to the Jerry Torres program every Wednesday here on WildfireRadio.com. Latisse clap up one more time for her. Woo! She is so fine and she is great comedy. Look for her on her website, LatisseComedy.com. Also, up and coming shows that I'm promoting pretty soon. I have a show March 30th. It's a big Latin comedy show in Norristown, PA. I have it on my website, Jerry M. Torres at myportfolio.com. So, everybody, I'd like to say, Latisse, thank you again, baby. She's leaving the studio right now. But I'd like to thank everybody for listening. And before I close the show, ladies and gentlemen, whatever, as a matter of fact, I still got two minutes, so I could just read. What's happening with my shows coming up? If I can, damn, find it in here really quick. So give me a second, ladies and gentlemen. Hold up, man. I got it right here. God damn it. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right, cool beans. No, I don't have it on here. How many minutes do I have? <laughs> See? Oh, my God. I got it on here. I got it on here. All right, all right. Cool beans. Here we go. It's called the Latin Comedy Explosion. Yes, Saturday, March 30th. With me, Jerry Torres, Peach Rodriguez, Victor Cruz, and Kenny Ortega. Yes, check it out. Uh, we'll be performing at the Casa Villa Senor in Norristown, PA. Yes, March 30th. Other than that, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Taylor, as always, thank you so much for being a kick-ass producer. Before I close the show, I'd like to say to everybody out there, whatever religious figure you believe in, may you be blessed. I bid you all a fun fondue. I'll be back the next Wednesday. So I ask you all... Please, don't go changing. DLG, no moria. Take me away. Oh.